1: Welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. And this is episode 63, where we once again bring you another interview with a cast member. Now it's been a couple weeks since we had an interview with a cast member episode, and uh, this week we are joined with Amy. So Amy is here to talk about her time working at the Disney College program in Walt Disney World. So she was actually uh, working there at the same time as my co-host Katie, so uh, they worked there at the same time, so we're going to hear her perspective of working down there. So why don't we just jump right into it and begin another episode of the XS Press podcast.
0: Yes, he's a five month old blue healer named Blue.
1: <laughs> blue healers are such gorgeous dogs.
0: Yeah, he's a mix though so he's not full blue healer, but he still looks pretty blue healer but he's just a pain in the butt at the moment.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would imagine I've, I I mean I've grown up with dogs but I've only had a puppy once and wow they were a handful and I was like, I don't know if I could do that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, this is my first like puppy puppy and it's insane.
1: Yeah, I can imagine, like a little child. But I mean, not as <laughs> yeah. not as difficult, but it's yeah, there's still there's still a lot of work. So
0: it also like doesn't help. I mean, I live alone, but I have a roommate, but her dogs don't get along with my dog. So oh, no, taking care of him on my own, and it's just it's a whole new experience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, that's awesome. So. Alright, so guys, we are actually speaking with Amy from Nashville today. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. No problem. So uh, we'll kind of start to get into the Disney talk. Are you ready to do that? Absolutely. Perfect. So, So you were a former cast member, correct?
0: I was. I did the Disney college program.
1: Okay, perfect, cool. So yeah, kind of before we get into that, I wanna know about your Disney background. Like, how did you become, uh, I don't know, how did you fall in love with the parks? I feel like anyone who's did the Disney College program had to have kind of grown up with the parks or had like a very big interest. So what's kind of your background?
0: So I actually wasn't your typical like family takes vacations every summer kind of kid. Um, I went to Disney once what, in like 2000, 2001, um, and I actually hated it, I didn't hate it, I wanted to spend the entire time at the pool at the hotel we were staying at, um, <laughs> so I didn't get the full experience, um, but I used to like, when I was in school and like kids I would go to school with, at the time I lived in New Mexico, um, so pretty far away from Florida, um, but kids would come in with their pin lanyards and I would get so jealous and like really want to go and then I guess it my my like love for the parks started growing as I started getting older um and just started watching like videos on YouTube the um, Christmas parade every year uh things like that and I knew a couple of people that did the Disney college program so that's what really got me into it
1: gotcha okay so so when, you got, when, so when you went to the program at college, like what year was this exactly?
0: This was uh, August 2014 until January of 2015.
1: Okay, cool. So you said you knew people that did the program. Is that kind of what got you interested in it exactly?
0: Yeah. So I had worked at Target at the time and one of my coworkers, she left on a little leave of absence to go do her program. And I like, was friends with her on Facebook at the time, friends with her on Snapchat. And like her experience just seemed so exciting and interesting. And it's all she ever talked about when she got back and she raved about it. Um, and then she ended up going back down and becoming a full-time cast member and moving down there. And I wanted to be just like her, <laughs> um, wow. so I ended up doing it. And then I also had a cousin who was in entertainment. And she was friends with a lot of cool people, so I also wanted to do it because of her.
1: <laughs> oh, that's pretty neat. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, what like what year in college uh, did you do this in?
0: This was the beginning of my sophomore year.
1: Okay, so pretty early on. Yes. Was so was there like no hesitation of you wanting to do it or like w- like did you have the thought of maybe waiting till after you graduated or you were just like no I want to do this right now.
0: Well, I'm the type of person that kind of doesn't have patience when it comes to things like this. So I went full force. I accepted it before talking to my parents about it fully because I still kind of relied on my parents' opinion at the time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So I didn't listen to them, which I probably should have. And I probably should have just done it after college. But I just went and full force and did it.
1: Cool. Well, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how was the how was the interview process for you?
0: It was okay. Um, it was all um, over the phone, which terrified me, and I thought I didn't do too well. Um, but it was okay. It wasn't awful. Okay.
1: Well, oh, that's good to hear. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, at the time when you were in school, were you in New Mexico? Where, where were you at this point?
0: So at this point in my life I lived in New Jersey, but I went to school in Philadelphia. Oh okay. So nice. I was sitting in my dorm room in between classes when the interview happened.
1: Oh awesome. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm I'm actually a <laughs> Jersey Jersey boy myself, this is where I'm from.
0: Yay. Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. So so when you moved down to Florida, how was that kind of transition for you? Was it I assume it was pretty easy since you kinda of moved around the country it seemed like a bit. So was the transition to Florida easy for you?
0: Uh, I think the only thing that wasn't easy for me was not having a car.
2: Um, Mm,
0: I was one of those that had to take the bus every day. Um, But other than that, it wasn't too bad. I found it pretty easy to live on my own, I guess you could say, for the first time in my life. I did go away to school, but I was still like 40 minutes away from home. Um, So this was like a definitely like a big leap for me. It was different. It was new. But... I transitioned fairly easily.
1: Oh well, that's good to hear. now I know. Yeah, probably, probably being away from home was definitely uh, probably a bit more difficult. But I mean, it's good to hear that you had an easy transition. So,
0: yeah, my, my mom definitely sent me a ton of packages,
1: <laughs> as as one mom should. So.
0: all
1: right, cool. So, what uh, what was your job role actually?
0: I was a merchandise cast member at Old Key West. Okay, with the occasional shift at saratoga springs because they're sister resorts
1: sounds good and how was like how was your training for that
0: uh really good um the thing i guess it kind of annoyed me because i work i worked in retail prior and i've worked been working in retail ever since i was 16 up until two years ago uh so my first like on the job training the uh cast member who was training me was like I don't really know what to do with you now that you (laughs) like know everything like I caught on to like the point of sale system really easily um I was I'm really good at like remembering where things are in a store so she like put me on like a little like shopping trip and had me find specific items um and we got through that really quickly (laughs) I guess I just found like the actual like disney training itself um like most interesting uh like traditions and then all of our like business training beforehand
1: gotcha okay so did you so did you work mostly in like the hospitality house over at Oki west
0: uh no what is it is, is it called conk flats yeah conk flats name of yeah. The store? yes that and then when i was in saratoga it was uh artist palette so we would pretty much ring up the quick service food and then the shop is in the same area.
1: Okay, nice. So what did you what would you say was like an average day for you? Like did you work like mornings, afternoons, or did you work like nighttime? Like what was like an average day for you?
0: I wouldn't say my day was average. <laughs> uh, I had the like out of all of my roommates, I had five of them. I had the most odd schedule. I would work late. Um, I think it was like until 11 p.m. Um, And then there would be days where I'd have to be in at 5 a.m. Um, So it was never really consistent for me. It was back and forth, but it was either early, early morning or late at night. Never like really a mid type of shift.
1: Okay. And did you, which, what What did you prefer?
0: Uh, (laughs) Good question. Um, I liked morning because... It went, the day went by quicker. I was out earlier. So, like, I get to the parks after work. Um, But I also hated that because when I would have to take the bus, I would have to be up at the bus station at Vista Way at like three in the morning, which was terrible. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's always fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I also preferred late at night because it was nice to just close the store down. Um, There was something about it at the end, just like, I don't know, like counting out the registers and making sure everything looked nice for the next morning. I enjoyed that. A little weird.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: it's probably like a bit of satisfaction, just uh, cleaning up the mess for the for the next day. So yeah. So what was uh like? What were some of the job duties that you had uh, for this role?
0: Ooh, um, let's see. So like every day, regular was just like. Working the cash register and, like, helping guests find things. Um, a lot of it was just kind of, like, entertaining people while they were waiting to get into Olivia's cafe. Uh, if I was working the early morning shift at, like, five, I would have to unload the truck, um, and then stock everything into our little stock room. There were times where I had stock shifts where I would have to refill everything on the floor, um, when so it's kind of weird because out of the entire group of cast um cps in old key west i was the one that worked at saratoga springs more like the most um and when i was at saratoga we would it was just regular just go around and do your shift of cash register but i would also do the groceries for the um vacation club members which I actually really enjoyed doing that. So what I would do is I would get the list every morning of what each vacation club member needed and then shop for it and then deliver it to their rooms, which was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh, um I think when cuz you worked with uh our my co-host Katie, correct? You guys yes. worked together? Okay. Yeah, cuz she had told me when she was on her uh when she did the internship, she told me about this, and I had no idea that that existed, that you can actually shop uh, for the that is the Disney Vacation Club members. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I guess they, they're, like, given a list beforehand. I don't know, not a Vacation Club member, but um, they get to, like, order the things that are in, like, the grocery items of the uh, gift shops. Um, and you just go and you pack everything up and you like check a list as you go. Um, and then you like charge it to their account and then you deliver it. And I don't know, it's just really cool because you get to drive the company car between resorts because you have to deliver it for both Saratoga and Old Key West.
1: Oh, that's neat.
0: Yeah. The only thing that, that was quite awful about it was delivering cases of water to Old Key West because mm. they don't have <laughs> elevators. I uh, know. <laughs> um, and that was a little difficult in Florida heat, but yeah. I survived.
1: That's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to look into this because I, I talked about it pretty extensively on uh, my last episode, uh, on episode 62, about how I use Prime Now to deliver all my food. Oh, I love Prime Now. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, and it works really well uh, down at the Walt Disney World. So, I'm not going to go in again cuz I just talked about a lot, but I'm actually I'm going to be staying at Old Key West again in November. And I'm going to kind of look into this this whole system. I want to see like the price points compared to Prime Now. I mean, do you do you have any insight on that? Do you think it's maybe just better going through Prime Now or
0: I don't know what the Prime Now prices would be down in Orlando, but I would assume definitely a lot cheaper. Um just because Disney prices for things like a loaf of bread and like a gallon of milk are ridiculous. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I feel like Prime Now, and you'll have more of a selection with Prime Now.
1: Yeah, no, there's, they have a huge selection now, so it's great. But
0: That's the thing. I always like Prime Now groceries while I'm at work, just so I can like take them home immediately, <laughs> and it's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. All
0: right. Well, let's let's
1: move on from the. Oop! knock my mic. Let's uh, move on from the uh, the Prime Now conversation. <laughs> but all right. So tell me a little bit more about um, like what were because you said you were entertaining the the guests uh, while they were waiting for Olivia. So were there some like cool magical moments that you created or any any cool memories that popped out while you were working there?
0: I don't think I really have like a significant magical moment. Um, but both resorts had like fun little boards. Where, um, ooh, so Old Key West had, um, these seagulls from, seagulls or pelicans from Finding Nemo? Seagulls? They're um, seagulls, right?
1: <laughs> the ones that say mine? Mine, mine, mine. Yeah, guys. that's, yeah. yeah, seagulls, yep.
0: <laughs> um, so the kids got to, like, you got to select a kid for the day and, You'd let them choose where the seagull, like what beach they got to go to, I think it was. So that was a lot of fun doing that. Um, I also really enjoyed pin trading. Um, So doing that and kind of just like organizing the pin board was my thing. Um, And just like talking to little kids that were dressed up. (laughs) um, And just like creating stories for them. That was a lot of fun. We did have um, like a newsletter for Old Key West in Saratoga. And I just had a really cool moment with a guest one time where I was just helping the kid pick out um, a keychain, I think it was. And somebody photographed it and then like put it in that newsletter and it was like a shining moment for me.
2: Oh,
1: really? <laughs> it's oh, that that's awesome. That
0: was about it.
1: <laughs> is that is the is a newsletter for guests as well or is it just like an internal thing for the cast members? It was members? just
0: an internal thing.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, oh, that's really neat though.
0: Nice. Yeah, it was
1: cool. Cool. So were there, I mean, what else? What? Tell me about some of the, I'm sure lots of stuff happened while you were on the job. So tell me it's maybe some interesting stories that might have happened while you either were delivering food or just working on a day. Any Anything that stands out?
0: Um, when I was, I was working a shift at Saratoga Springs and it was during food and wine. And... The entire band, excluding the lead singer of Smash Mouth, came down for breakfast. So (laughs) I got to ring them up for their breakfast. So that was really cool.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. They're usually usually at the Food and Wine Festival for the concert series, like almost every year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, Another thing that I actually like enjoyed doing was helping families figure out what to use their snack credits for
1: oh you should tell <laughs> tell the uh, i think you should tell the audience maybe uh <laughs> maybe you could have some good tips for some people
0: yes um well i guess my my favorite thing it would mostly be like british families that wouldn't use their snack credits at all um i don't know why <laughs> i think they would just make... like
1: waste them they just leave them at the end of the trip and just not have used them? Does that what you mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of them would just be like, oh, well like American portions and like your food, it's just so much. Like we're not hungry. We're not going to use our <laughs> snack credits. <laughs> You're like, literally okay.
1: wasting like <laughs> hundreds of dollars.
0: Literally. Um, yeah. So like my favorite thing was just like finding unique things. Um, like a lot of them just always wanted to grab all just rice krispies. And Uh, I guess, like, if that's your thing, that's cool. But using them on Rice Krispies or using them on the cookies that look like characters. Or we just had a lot of, like, candies and boxed cookies and things like that. That'd be helpful. Or those who were still, they still had time at the park and they weren't leaving. um, Like, telling them to get ice cream at the end of the night was something to do because a lot of the gift shop or like resort shops have more snack options than you would think. Um, they're just not as fun as like park snacks, but um, it was good to help them find like souvenirs to take home. Uh, just like buying Mickey shaped snacks.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was a lot of, a lot of that just like helping them rush to fill all their snack credits.
1: Yeah, if it's, uh, it's got to be tough if it's like the last day before they leave and they just have to get it get it done. But Yeah. Uh, in November, I'm going to be doing the dining plan because that's my next trip. I'm going to be doing the dining plan for the first time. I've never done it before. Uh, and so I, I know that I'm not going to leave any snack credit for the end of the trip. I'm going to use all of them <clears> up. Uh, I'm mostly going to use it at Food and Wine Festival. That's when I'm going to use the majority of mine. Uh, yeah, that's, gonna...
0: I just found out that you could do that the other day, and that blew my mind.
1: Oh, really? You didn't know that?
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. I guess I never really paid attention to it. Okay. Because I've never had a dining plan, and I never worked in a park, uh, like, and I haven't worked in Epcot. Mm-hmm. So... I always just spent my money on this, on the food at uh, Food and Wine.
1: Yeah, no, it's a uh, super good good tip that I had learned last year. Uh, so yeah, if you're going, yeah, make sure you use the snack credits there, and I want to make sure I find the most like expensive snacks that I can get to ma- oh. really make sure I get to get my money's worth. So
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So. When you when you like, when you like weren't working at the parks, what were some of the things you liked to do? Like, were there any certain parks that you liked to visit the most? Uh, what were some of your favorite places to eat at, what, like snacks? Uh, what were some of the things you did outside of work?
0: Uh, so one of my roommates, who's still a really good friend of mine, uh, she worked in Animal Kingdom. And she um, she was a cast member. She wasn't in the show, but she worked at the Festival of the Lion King. And was always able to get me VIP, so I got to sit in the front.
1: Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, that
0: was one of my favorite things. Um, I always, we always like ventured out. Um, we were very big into like going out to dinner, so Mama Melrose was a good spot for us. Really enjoyed it there. Um, I was also just like a cosmic cath- cosmic ray. Um, Their person. food has
1: gotten a lot better at Cosmic Rays. <laughs> Something about
0: the shredded lettuce is so <laughs> right. Um And then I don't, I don't even know if it's still there because every time I try to tell people to go to it, I can't remember the name of it. It's when you go kind of like toward the castle when you're at the Winnie the Pooh ride. It's like a, uh, Snow White. Place that does
1: the mac and cheese. Oh, uh, what is it, Prince Eric's? Uh... You are talking it, about the snack place that has like the Tater Tots and stuff like that?
0: No, they have mac and cheese that had like pulled pork, and then mac and cheese that had cheeseburger on top. I think it's... I don't think it exists because every time I try to talk to people about it, they don't know what. Yeah, I'm talking you,
1: about. are you making this up? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> no, it was just kind of like diagonal from uh, Pinocchio.
1: It might be Prince Eric's Village Market. Uh, maybe
0: they changed it. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm awful with it.
1: Uh, maybe that, no, it doesn't look like that's it because they only sell turkey legs there and a, a mermaid donut. I don't know if you've seen that thing, but it looks pretty cool.
0: I have not, but they're coming out with some really cool stuff now.
1: Yeah, we've been talking about that lately on the show, and there's a lot of cool things, but the question is do they taste good?
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Because I've I've heard they're a lot of them are not great, so
0: that's disappointing.
1: I know, I know. But
0: I was also a very big fan of um, the LeFou's brew without the passion fruit foam on the top.
1: Okay, yeah, the LeFou's brew is good. Oh, and I think you're t- thinking about the Friar's Nook because they have creamy yes. bacon macaroni and cheese. That's where they Thank have the you. tater tots. Yep, it's all at the. The Fryer's Nook, they have a fried Twinkie. They have, wow, loaded buffalo chicken tots. What?
0: Ooh.
1: Creamy I'm bacon macaroni and cheese tots. Sorry, go on. Potato
0: person. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, but no, no.
2: <laughs> it's all good. I
0: literally, my entire program, I lived off of the French fries that um, they sold at the quick service at Old Key West. I would eat mm. those every day. That's all I ate. Um.
1: I I, I didn't try them I'm gonna have to next time I go I'm gonna have to try them out
0: they're really good but if I they sold tots at the Friars nook at that time I would be eating them all the time (laughs)
2: but
0: I know that like the last time I had gone down to Disney uh, they had switched up the mac and cheese flavors and I was a little upset because I think they had like a buffalo chicken or something like that and I didn't want that I wanted the pulled pork one
1: Uh, Yeah, I know they change things up all the time. Right now, they don't have a pulled pork one, so...
0: It was the best thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, was there anything else that uh, you enjoyed doing while you were not working?
0: Not working. Um, A lot of it kind of just, like, happened... i was gonna say off property but i spent a lot of this was on property I spent a lot of time at the time downtown disney but now disney springs uh spent a lot of time down there just like hanging out um bowling we've been bowling a lot
1: over at the splitsville yeah okay haven't done that either but i heard it's amazing
0: yes just remember to bring your own socks because their socks are expensive
1: Really oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool so what do you I'm, I'm curious what do you think like was your your favorite memory while working there could be anything like what's when you think about your time working at the uh like not even just old qs but working at the disney college program down there for those six seven eight months whatever however long it was like what stands out the most like what was your favorite memory for working down there
0: it wasn't while I was working, but we would do. I had a really cool manager that would get us backstage tours. Um, so I think just like doing the backstage tours was my favorite thing, and then being um, having a little cameo in the Disney parade. It's not even a little cameo. It was just a very split second pass by of my face. <laughs> what do you
1: What do you mean? Uh, Ex- explain.
0: So I was there for one of the, the filming of the Christmas parade, and I was on the side when the parade actually goes down Main Street. And there's a part, it, it was the year that Tim Tebow was on there, um, and he was introducing the Frozen um, float, and there was a part where like the camera just like swung by the side of him to go like shoot the side of the float, and my face was... They're waving at the camera. <laughs> it's literally a split second, but it was a fun little memory.
1: Oh, cool! So yeah. you you said your manager got you on like some behind the scenes tours. So what were some of the th- uh, things that you had done?
0: I uh, got to see Fantasmic. Um, so we got to go backstage to like see the whole production of it which was really cool.
1: That's amazing. I love Fantasmic.
0: Yeah. Um, It was really neat because they still use film for uh, the presentation of it. So it was really neat to see how they have to, like, preserve the film um, and, like, keep it temperature controlled and all this stuff because they literally only have one film roll for it.
1: For which... I'm blanking. What did they, is it, like, for, like, a projection on? Yeah. Okay. The project,
0: all of the projections are still filmed oh, for all the pro- Oh,
1: wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised really they really
1: cool. I'm surprised they didn't convert it to digital yet because that seems kind of scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying, but it's awesome. And then we got to go up into, like, the sound booth um, and see, like, how they can control the uh, ears that light up with the show.
1: Oh, the, just, um, like, the ones that, like, the guests wear, the glow at the show ears? Yes. Okay. I have a cool story to tell about that When once you're done. Go ahead.
0: Um, <laughs> that And then another cool one was got to walk inside of Expedition Everest.
1: Ooh, yeah, I've heard that's amazing. There's some, it yeah.
0: Was, it was really cool. It's a lot of stairs. I think it was, like, 12 flights of stairs. Oh, wow. To get to <laughs> the top. And there's no elevator, so <laughs> uh. that it was a lot of stairs. Um, Did you see
1: then, the the yeti up close?
0: Yes, got to see the yeti up close. The yeti no longer moves because it was breaking the <laughs> the structure. So, yeah,
1: it's very unfortunate.
0: Yeah, but still really cool. Still terrifying when you ride the the roller coaster. So all about it Um, (laughs) and then another really cool thing was we got to do um space mountain with the lights on
1: oh really oh
2: wow that's so yeah
0: (laughs) they also had like a group of like children there for like a school field trip riding it with the lights on as well which i did not know was a thing but it was
1: how was the experience riding it with the lights on
0: um it was reassuring because i'm five foot two and still duck every time that i ride it because i'm afraid i'm gonna hit the bars and it's really not as low as you think it is but if you're a tall person you definitely would hit it if you had your hands up
2: oh
1: yeah i'm yeah i'm six foot and i'm like i i it's one of those rides where i love to put my hands up but i'm afraid at times to do it so (laughs) i like kind of half put them in the air i kind of just like put my hands at my shoulder level and just do that. So,
0: <laughs> But wait, actually, I just thought of this as, as you were talking. Um Back to the Expedition Everest. That one was really cool because they gave us like a history lesson on the entire like area of Animal Kingdom that it's in. Like all of the duffel bags that are hanging in the queue, they're from um, Mount Everest that... Uh, like tourists have dropped off along their hike which is really cool Um, a lot of them are like real like artifacts and then we got to see where all the hidden mickeys were in the queue for expedition everest Um, so that was just really cool we also got to see the monkeys do their they do this little the monkeys like outside of asia is that what it is
1: Uh, Yeah, it's like, I know it's on the way towards Expedition Everest, so yeah, I would assume it's part of Asia.
0: Yes, so they do this little call in the morning. I don't know if it's like a mating call, but they do it every morning, and it's just really loud where they will like scream at each other. And it is so cool to, (laughs) to witness, but it was just like, it started off over by the monkeys and then made its way over to expedition everest um it was just really cool
1: neat no yeah that's awesome yeah i've there was there's a good um expedition everest special very old one when it was just first being built you can find that on youtube but yeah they talked about how they they bought thousands of artifacts from like nepal and from that region and they were just going up to like vendors on the street and were like we'll take all of these things we'll take take all of it because they, they wanted to bring all those uh, the authentic, authenticity back from Nepal and put it into the ride. So yeah.
0: One of the cases has things that are not from Nepal because they did not make it through customs, um, and nobody knows what it was supposed to be, but I'm not going to tell you what part it is, but one of those cases has things that are from America. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or they, like, had to, like, come up with something to fill it because it, the, the items didn't come through customs.
1: Okay.
0: I think it's the one with all the, I'm just going to say, it's the one with all, like, the books in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're ruining the magic.
0: Ruining the ma- No, it's still magical know, because <laughs> there's still information. <laughs> but it makes you wonder, like, what was actually supposed to be in there that did not make it into America.
1: That's true. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I have a so I have a really quick story uh, that I think is actually really cool because you mentioned the glow with the show ears. Now I don't know if they're really a big hit anymore at the parks, um, but when when you were there, I know they had just started because uh, you said you did it, your 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 college program in two thousand fourteen, correct? Yes. So I went I went to Disney World in October of two thousand and thirteen. And when I was there, and we had, we we were planning on going to Fantasmic, and it happened to be the the very first night that they were introducing the glow at the show ears uh, at Fantasmic. They were already in Disneyland, but they brought them over to um, uh, Fantasmic over at Hollywood Studios, and we did like the dining package that night. So we had like the VIP seating, and because we were like, we're front row center, the not front row but like the whole center section the disney actually gave out the entire section free ears because they were filming that night and they wanted to make sure that they had like everyone just wearing as many ears as possible it was like the coolest thing and i i think it's such a neat idea but it seems like it didn't really catch on at disney world because i mean the ears are pretty expensive and they're actually not that comfortable to wear they're kind of big and clunky um, I don't know if you could still buy them there. I mean, do you remember if they were popular when you were there like a year later?
0: Uh, they really, not really. I think the thing that like didn't really interest me in them was like the cap on it itself. Yeah. Um, I feel like it just like almost like a one size tries to fit all, but doesn't fit all type of thing. Uh, so they really weren't like the most attractive ears to me. No, they weren't. <laughs> um, but I didn't really. I was like half and half. They weren't the most popular thing, but they also like weren't like non-existent.
1: Okay, yeah, they they just weren't comfortable. I still have we still have ours, the couple pairs home. And uh, for, for the audience, if you guys are not familiar with the glow at the show ears, pretty much the, they're these light up ears that flash colors. But then if you wear them during uh, Fantasmic, Phantasmic, they they go along with the show. So like the lights changed and they kind of move along with the music and what's happening in the show. That's it's really neat. But
0: they are really cool. The concept is awesome
1: yeah it's brilliant but people (laughs) it 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 doesn't work if people in the audience aren't wearing them and are are not buying them so
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah but that's really cool that they gave that entire section yeah the ear that's awesome
1: no it was really neat and we were just we couldn't believe how lucky we were we were super excited so but all right, so we're kind of winding down on time. Now, was there any last like memories or anything you want to share from your, your Disney college program? This is this is kind of the time to, to share. Any, any last memories?
0: Memories. I'm just trying to think of. I, I guess it was all more like college program wise and not necessarily like working at Disney. I, I'm actually going to be honest, I didn't have the best experience. Down oh there. no. And it had a lot to do with like the roommates that I had like the off the off work life. Not having a car, not getting along with my roommates very well. Um and just like working odd hours, not working with many um other college programmers. Um like that was like my thing. I I think like key takeaway like yeah, I have a lot of great things to talk about. But I didn't overall enjoy my experience as much as I wanted to, in a way. And it's kind of sad to talk about it like that. Um, but that is a side, another side to being a cast member that maybe a lot of people don't really talk about.
1: Yeah, no, and it's, it's. I mean, that's totally fair. I mean, I know, I've, I've heard that in the past. And hey, it's it's not all... Um, magic. <laughs> yeah, it's not all magic. I, I had a phrase in my head, roses and... I don't know, I can't remember. Anyways, but yeah, no, it's 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 not all it's not all magic, like you said, and it's it can be tough. I mean, being a cast member, it's definitely not easy. Um yeah. But yeah, especially if you don't have that that off work life balance that's not great, it it also affects you, so
0: Yeah. But I still love it. I've tried to apply for other roles after my college program. Never heard back, but that's yeah. okay. I still have friends that work down there. I'm going down there in September. I'm really excited.
2: Oh,
1: perfect.
0: But it still has a big place in my heart, and I still love Disney very much.
1: Perfect. I mean, that sounds good, though. I mean, as long as you still love it and you still find enjoyment out of it, that's what, that's what matters. So Yeah. When are, you, when are you going down in September?
0: It's the first weekend. It's actually, this is going to be odd, for a bachelorette party.
1: Ooh, that's awesome
0: we'll be drinking around the world. <laughs>
1: Perfect. I mean, well, I, I actually had my bachelor party at Disney, so...
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. See, I live in Nashville, which is, like, the bachelor and bachelorette party capital of the world at the moment. <laughs> so it'll be nice to actually not...
1: Not deal with that?
0: Yeah. Uh, not
1: deal with it here. <laughs> I, I had some friends that literally just... Uh, actually, they're they're going down, like, in a couple weeks to Nashville for a bachelor party, so...
0: <laughs> oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, cool. All right. So my last question for you, so we wrap things up here, is what is your favorite like Disney backgrounds park music? Because I like to kind of play that in the background of the episode, uh, so we can, so the audience can kind of listen to that as we have our conversation. So what's uh, what was your favorite music from the parks or from any resort, anything like that?
0: Ooh, I'm all about just like Magic Kingdom main entrance music.
1: Oh, yeah, that's. I'm
0: all about it.
1: It's classic. I mean, it's there's it, what's not to love about it? Because there's everything that you could possibly need in that background loop.
0: <laughs> Something about it just brings me joy, and just it's great.
1: <laughs> cool. All right, so I'll make sure to add that in. But all right, so we are we're kind of out of time. But um, Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's it's been a pleasure speaking with you, and hopefully you had a little bit of fun.
0: Did. Thank you for having me. No problem. No, no problem at all.
1: Hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Amy. Thanks again for coming on the show. Amy, it was so much fun speaking with you and learning about your time working over at Old Key West and Saratoga Springs. So, all right, guys, well, that's going to end another episode this week, and we'll have another interview with a cast member for you next week, so stay tuned for that. But if you were a previous cast member and you would like to be on the show, please reach out, and we'll definitely set you up with a interview later this, uh, this month, next month, in the next few weeks or whenever so well we'll definitely get you on the schedule and uh we'll get you on the show so all right guys if you are not subscribing to the podcast already make sure you do so over on apple Podcasts, anchor spotify uh, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out this show. And if you're not subscribing to, or if you're not following us on social media, uh, make sure you should do so at XS Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And guys, make sure you're checking us out at XS Press Podcast where we are writing up articles about the latest news from the, the Disney parks. So you'll have stuff there. You can listen to all the episodes there, and there will be big changes coming to the website very soon. So stay tuned for that. And uh, all right, guys. Again, if you were a, a previous cast member, please reach out. You can shoot us an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. And if anyone else wants to shoot us an email, if you have any questions that you want to have featured on the news episodes, if you have any questions, we'll read those off over there. But uh, all right, that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the XS Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers.
0: We hope to see you next week and remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage!